Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier. I am here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good, happy new year to you, sir. How are you? Hey, doing well, Scott. How are you? Happy new year. It's awesome, man. Happy new year as well. Um, Incredible that 12 months has gone by since you and I first, uh, you know, decided to make the leap into the podcasting world and turn on the microphones and fail forward quickly. Uh, And it's been an incredible (laughs) year. Um, So I'm just really excited about today's episode because we're going to do some cool stuff um, and also kind of set the launch pad for uh, 2021. Yeah, I'm really excited too. Um, Like you said, it's just been been a crazy year um, in in so many cool, cool ways. Um, Just a lot of things that that we could have never predicted whenever we we started about a year ago. And um, just been great. Yeah, we, we're just going to keep failing forward a lot and um, and making some impact along the way and having some cool conversations. Yeah, I think the biggest understatement of the year could have been it was a crazy year, right? So 2020, yeah. see you later. Peace out. You're in the rearview mirror. Uh, we're moving onward and upward. Um, obviously, lots of things that people have gone through this year that you never would have experienced and some people still going through. Um and just grateful and blessed that we've been able to navigate, uh, you know, this year together uh, with all of you guys as listeners, Tommy with you uh, and, you know, the friendship with you and, and your family. Um, so just grateful for the opportunity over this last year. And just to start off on the highest note possible in terms of us being, I think, I don't know what episode this is, 53, 54, right? Yeah. Would make sense. Mm-hmm. Fifty-two weeks in a year, somewhere in that range. I can't keep track, but uh, <laughs> two hundred and six thousand downloads. Wow, that's a cool number. I, if it was two hundred and four, it'd be a cool number, right? Yeah. Like one hundred and seventy-five thousand would be a cool number. Um, if we were saying a hundred thousand right now, I, I would have been shocked from a year ago, and I wouldn't be celebrating have known. it. Yeah. Right? Like, would you have known? I had no idea. No, no, I had no idea. I had no, no framework for, uh, for predicting that number or, you know, how many people would find us and how many emails we'd get from around the world. Um, you know, so, so those are really cool. It's always cool to, to pull up the downloads and see which countries um, are downloading. And, um, it, you know, cause it, it kind of starts in, in one spot and then you can, you can kind of see it, you know, spread outward from there. Uh, from the big cities and go into the more rural locations and, and things like that. There's, there's just some stuff that we would have never uh, predicted. It's, it's really cool. And we appreciate everyone listening. Yeah. And it's, it's um, don't worry. We're not going to talk just about us the entire time. Uh, I promise. We're going to, we're going to get some real, some real cool topics today. We're going to do a year in review. We're going to highlight some of the episodes that we felt had the greatest impact based on the feedback that we got in the conversation it created um, and honestly, looking at the, the the download numbers that we've been alluding to, which is just really, really stinking cool. I've, I think back and compare it to, oh, I almost forgot. We're going to talk about what the heck we're going to do in 2021, right? You and I have taken, uh, you know, 10 plus hours over the last just two weeks, just strategizing what we're going to do um, in 2021. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about what's coming um, and what we hope to be able to provide in terms of value. Uh, to you guys, the listeners. So to echo your sentiment, Tommy, I'm just grateful. Thank you guys uh, for being on this journey with us. And uh, we're just getting started. So um, in the essence of uh, numbers, you know, reflecting back on 200,000, I was in, you know, clinical practice for uh, nine years, right? Almost a decade. And, um, I used to see four to 500 patients a week, sometimes a little bit more depending on the week. 
And that would be 500 little conversations about health and wellness and longevity and weight loss and, you know, better posture and metabolic testing and, you know, cardiovascular disease and all these conversations about health that people were concerned about. Right. Yeah. Well, 200,000 divided by 365 is, uh, almost 550, uh, a day. So that is like in one day with, you know, just us turning the microphones on talking about research and having conversations about fasting, which is like, uh, simply not eating right for a certain amount of time. Um, it's been more eating. than an entire week, right? So it's just it's just cool perspective. Yeah, that is cool. It's 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 great how many how many individual conversations you know we can have on a on a grander scale, um, you know, through this medium, and then and then the feedback that that comes back um, is is really cool too because you know you guys are sharing a lot uh, with us as far as you know your wins and your struggles and your questions, and then on board um, you know in in the challenges that that um, you know we kind of we've been doing over the last few months and, you know, started off at the beginning of last year um, with our first challenge, but, you know, some of the people who've, who've entered into the challenge um, coming back with stories from earlier in the year that they've been listening for a long time. And uh, that, that's been cool. So, so we have a lot of threads that, that kind of go um, all the way back, you know, to the, to the beginning of last year. So that's been cool to see. Yeah. And when you and I were in <clears throat> the end of a uh... 2019, just kind of tossing this idea around and then we'll, we'll kind of get into some of the highlights. Um, you know, it was like, well, why do you want to do this? Well, I don't want people to have to do what I just did. Like you, you know, you have a medical pre-med background, master's in physiology. I went to, you know, grad school in a health service, you know, <laughs> health care profession, um, mm-hmm. biology undergrad, like none of that matters. Now you and I looked at each other and we're like, uh, can we not have people like suffer and like be frustrated the way we did? And for some reason it just resonated with us. I think it might be our fixer personalities, or I'm sure if it's the Colby index Mm -hmm. or the disc profile or love languages, I'm sure there's something in there. Some explanation, huh? Yeah. Both feeds into you and I, your psychology interests and my wife who has a degree in psychology and all this stuff, like whatever it is, all of it came together in this aggregate to be like, well, we have this desire to help and to fix and to, and to reach more people. And, you know, the diabetes blood sugar epidemic is, is manifesting itself in so many different ways and other healthcare issues um, from, you know, weight gain to PCOS to, you know, to everything in between heart disease and um, proliferations of certain cancers and Mm -hmm. all this different stuff that's out there. So um, yeah, just, it's just crazy to think, you know, back in 19, it's like, all right, well, let's just go do it and see where it takes us. And I could not be more um, excited. Isn't even like, like the tip of the iceberg. It's, it's much more than that in terms of what this, and what this can become and what this fasting movement can become, because it's been around forever, but people just have been scared to do it or don't know how to do it. And, and hopefully we can provide that for you in 2021. Yeah, no, I I think that's, that's exactly where the, the power lies. And, and, you know, based on the individual feedback, we, we see how many people are, are gaining that, that empowerment in their own lives. Like, like we experienced, you know, not, not all that long ago. Um, but you know, we remember that feeling. That's why we wanted to, to come and, you know, um, bring that on a, on a wider scale to more people. Um, you know, besides just, just you in my kitchen, like not everyone's in my kitchen, you know, and (laughs) not everyone's, you know, in the clinic or, or, or wherever, you know, and, and so, you know, if you're, you're on the drive home or wherever you are and, and hearing the conversation, like we, you know, we're, we're right there with you. We remember the feeling too. So it's cool. So a good segue into some of the highlights from the episodes that had the most impact, most downloads, most conversation, most questions, most feedback. Um, it's a good transition in that, uh, you know, if you want to hear more about our personal stories and our personal journey of how we got here and how we started it, <clears throat> go back with a light hand and listen to episode zero and episode one. Um, <laughs> we had just started, right? So we always ask for grace in that. Um, but go back and listen, get some perspective on, on what we're trying to do and where we're going. And again, we're just, we're just glad you're here. But some of the episodes that, uh, Tommy, a couple of the ones that I know, um, you know, after we posted, you were like, wow, like look at the response to these. And it had to do with one of the most common fasting um acronyms out there, the ADF fasting method. Um, yeah. And then there's a couple episodes, episode 39, episode 25, 
where we both specifically talked about ADF in the episode, but also comparing it to one meal a day, uh, intermittent fasting, and then the five, two method specifically in episode 39, which is the, how to lose 30 pounds fasting the fastest. And that -hmm. episode got so much positive feedback. Yeah, that was cool. And, and, um, you know, I, I think it's because, because that, that conversation, I hadn't heard that conversation anywhere else where, where, um, you know, people would kind of break down the calorie math and, and putting the different fasting methods, uh, putting the numbers to them, um, so that you could have an actual tangible, um, you know, reference point to, to how to track your results and, and which one would be the best way. Because I think for a lot of people, especially getting started with fasting, it can feel like you're just throwing stuff against the wall, seeing what sticks. And, and I think when we, when we, we really got granular with it and put those numbers to it, I think that started to have a, a big impact and resonate with a lot of people. Um, you know, we heard back from some engineers, um, some, some people with more of a math background where it was like, they were finally understanding where a lot of the power was, um, you know, let alone, um, everyone else too. And that was funny. That was episode 39, right? So we talked about it in episode 25. That was week 39 of the journey um, okay. before that clarity came back, right? But in episode 25, it was more like the the trap of eat, having a free eating day almost, the mindset behind that, the psychology behind that, comparing that to a one meal a day versus a warrior type diet, which is the, the, the 20 uh, hours of fasting with a four hour eating window. And right. Um, it was interesting because we had a comment on one of the platforms where it was like, you've assigned random numbers to these situations when you compared ADF versus IF versus OMAD versus 5-2. And we're like, sure. well, no, we took the average meal size and the average you know, fast food size. And we did some math and we created this framework where we could have a conversation where it could be actionable. And in that, comparing green apples to red apples to gala apples to I don't know another fourth apple type um, honey Chris. Yeah, there you go. Honey Chris. <laughs> I thought that was a cereal. Um, what honey Chris, honey, honey, something. I don't know. I had a flashback there, but yeah. Honey smacks um, or something like honey, that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Someone, someone, Breakfast somebody food. will tell yeah. us, right. <laughs> somebody will be like, it's uh X, Y, Z. I'm like, Oh, that's right. That's it. But just, that, just skip it, was, it either way. Just skip yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Just skip it. Yeah. Stick to the apple. Um, so right. we did not plan that. So the OMAD actually ended up showing to be, but by just math, by just simple numbers, uh, you know, the most effective way to get there, if you just stay simply consistent day after day, and you don't have to worry about these mm-hmm. longer fasts and all the considerations that come with that. So at week 39 was like this ah oh, moment where we're like, wow, okay. So this is why people are seeing the results they are. Yeah. 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 That, that was really cool. Cause we hadn't actually gone through all the math um, and, until before that episode. So yeah, that was it it shed some light and it made some things clear for us, um, for, for why this can be so effective. And, you know, especially starting with OMAD, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where keep it simple, but keep it simple, but highly effective as well. And one point of clarification, clarification, if you're new, um, I prefer to do one meal a day. I, I feel better on it. Um, in a fat loss mode, one meal a day might get you there for some people, uh, maintenance, fat loss mode, these are two different, very different things. So what we're talking about specifically when we're comparing these different fasting strategies is we applied it to what most people come to fasting for, which is weight loss. So if you want to lose 30 pounds the fastest, then consistently do one meal a day um, and, and you'll get there compared to 5-2, IF, ADF, Warrior, et cetera. So just a point of clarification there. If you're in the fat mm-hmm. loss phase, you're doing a little bit more aggressive fat loss versus the maintenance phase, two totally different situations. Um, another really cool episode, which I think a lot of people resonate with is the sugar addiction episode and the, the eating habits and the willpower and where we reference the book, salt, sugar, fat, that was written by the New York times, uh, bestselling investigative journalist. Um, that was episode 37 and the feedback on this one was just incredible. Yeah, this one, this one hit some emotional, um, you know, nerves because, we were getting some some emotional feedback uh, for sure in some emails, just some some really um, honest and powerful emails. Um, so we appreciate the the transparency and and it was it was really cool to see because that that book really resonated with me, um, and I, I remember that kind of turning point and just 
just finally seeing it from a different perspective, um, how I had developed these habits over the years and starting from early childhood. And, and they can be really, really tough to, to recognize, let alone break out of. Um, so kind of shining a light on that uh, for everyone was, um, was important for me. And uh, it, was, it was cool to see that it, it definitely did resonate. I couldn't believe um, I had heard and seen excerpts of that in the past, but when you told me about the chemically engineered foods to have the right, um, what's the term? Not palatability, but the right the mouthfeel. Feel. Oh God, mm-hmm. just saying that makes me cringe. Such like a yeah. weird mouthfeel. Like, I don't know. So just that. <laughs> and then the engineering of like the stuff that's in the food and, you know, less is more, right. When it comes to, you know, sugar addictions and food, food, ish, food overeating and binging and uh, we're not talking about clinically diagnosed situations, but where you just have that yo-yo of that 20 to 30 pounds, or you just keep putting the pounds on year after year. And you really can't seem to ever see yourself fitting in those, you know, size 12 jeans again, or the uh, tux yeah. from the wedding or whatever it is that I went back and <clears throat> read the excerpts again. And I was like, wow, like I found an online review rather than going and digging the book out. I actually think I, I, I had that book in my office and somebody borrowed it. And I don't think I ever got it back, but mm. just incredible combining that with, so the, the stage is set against you, right? Where right. you're set again, like the convenience of the food that we have in the majority of the aisles in our grocery store. Um, combining that with the fact that willpower is a mythical creature and that it's finite. Willpower is not going to get you there. It was just a really cool impact from that episode. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it even goes to the, um, the situations where we had an email uh, just last week um, from someone who realized that that they had these bad patterns and they were trying to put something else in to kind of fill that void. And that that salt that or that that sugar addiction and just the engineered nature of the foods can can get right into um, like filling in the blanks uh, where 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 someone was coming home from work. And instead of waiting for that family dinner at 6 p.m., it was it was starting at, at 5 p.m. And she was finding herself just kind of mindlessly snacking all throughout that that hour and probably taking in um, just multiple hundreds of calories, um, you know, before she even really wanted to eat and, and was able to sit down and enjoy that. Well, turned out it, it was it was just kind of uh, habitual in nature, which is which is what so much of the salt, sugar, fat is. Um, you know, it it explains and kind of gets to the root of. Um, So it's, it, it has a lot of implications for, for everyday habits. Hey, y'all wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, And now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, Uh, My little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we're pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing And the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money, and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code FASTINGFORLIFE to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. 
an exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the fasting for life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in and now back to today's episode. And so good transition in a couple other episodes that we got a lot of feedback on. Um, one was episode 29, hunger isn't real. And then <clears throat> what are their hunger cues? What's actually happening? What can happen to your digestion after you start fasting? Um, and that one's really powerful for people, you know, along the lines of the sugar addiction thing and the willpower conversation is that once you know what hunger is the majority of the time and what's going on in your body, um, you can regain control and regain power over that decision. And we're going to go over some of the, the, mm -hmm. the wins from some of our challenges and coaching and podcast reviews and just hit some of the highlights of some of the great stuff that you guys have been so gracious with and your kind words and your feedback and the results, most importantly. Um, but that hunger one was like huge, huge. Like even just going through it and putting it together and prepping for that one is like, oh yeah, I'm not hungry. I've got, you know, 250,000 stored calories around my midsection, like, or okay. I did, right? Like I'm good. Like I can run out of TP this year. I'm okay. Like I don't, my kids can have my food. Like I'm okay for the next few weeks. I'm not at 165 pounds with a 4% body fat. Like I'm okay. Like it's going to be all right. Yeah. It's not crucial. Um, but, but your body's yelling at you in that moment that it is crucial. So yeah, I, I think that that one was huge too, because just understanding that, especially, especially being new, but you know, even if you've been fasting for a while, just that reminder of why your body is going to continue to give you those, those signals and those cues. And it, it's, it's this, it's this urgency that it's trying to give you, but um, with a little bit of patience and understanding, you can get past that. And usually it's, it's 10 or 15 minutes and it might be even less. Um, just the other day I was on a 72 hour fast and I started to feel nauseous when we walked into a restaurant because the family was eating, but it only lasted about three minutes. I, I timed it this time. And, nice. but, but it was, it was a rough three minutes. I mean, and it was out of nowhere because it actually started when we pulled into the parking lot in, in kind of one of those strip centers where there was a bunch of restaurants all, all around each other. Well, you know, the neurons just start firing. I start remembering the food at all these different places. And, and immediately, um, you know, just my, my stomach started going crazy. <clears throat> it's a real phenomenon, right? But once you understand that a lot of the time, it's just the external, it's the cue, it's the habit, it's the smell. Um, it's, it's, it's the cephalic phase <clears throat> of digestion. It, it just gives you that power back and a good way to transition into another. So we've gone from uh, how to lose weight the best way possible to sugar addictions and willpower and the, you know, eating habits to uh, what hunger truly is and how to regain control over it, what's happening to um, alcohol. Episode 30, we talk specifically about alcohol. This is a question we get a lot. Um, there's different ways to be successful. Um, alcohol has some uh, some things that it, you know, it, it changes, it, it, it breaks down the barriers. Most people will typically be, myself included, speaking from experience, more apt to eat things that they typically wouldn't. Um, right, right you know, cravings, those types of things. But episode 30, we got some cool feedback on too. And, you know, it's a, it's a question we get often. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's easier to eat more and to eat more of those foods that are packing in a, a high caloric density, uh, more snacky type foods, some sweeter foods, even if uh, I think you mentioned that where, you know, you wouldn't normally eat sweets, but, but, uh, if you had had an alcoholic beverage or two, then, then that might be the time when, when you actually had something sweet, but, you know, and, and it tends to be a, a social lubricant as well and bringing people together and just giving you more eating opportunities. And those are those times when we're, we're packing in those extra calories that, that we don't need for that particular day. So we, we tend to hold on to them for a lot longer. Um, and, and I think that one did, you know, resonate with a lot of people because the social aspect of fasting is, is one of those 
those big things that, that keeps people from jumping in, I think, especially at the beginning and alcohol is a big part of that for a lot of people. Yep. hundred percent. And never mind the physiological uh, thing that takes place where um, the alcohol actually like directly can stimulate insulin resistance, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if you're undoing and you've had weight loss resistance, you know, alcohol can actually, and we're not saying if you are drinking to stop forever, but if you're trying to reverse diabetes or, you know, get your enzyme liver enzymes in check or lose 30 pounds, lose 10 pounds of visceral fat, you know, decrease your cholesterol, blood pressure, whatever it is, like <clears throat> it, it's good to know what the alcohol is doing and then also how to put a game plan together on what to go to, which is better. Like, you know, a, a white spirit versus, you know, a 250 calorie craft IPA porter, you know what I mean? So if you've got right. questions on alcohol, <clears throat> um, which is a common question we get episode 30, um, I thought really hit home and then also re, uh, re-anchored me to, you know, sticking to something called dry farm wines. So I haven't had red wine that hasn't been dry farmed since. If you're not familiar with that, it's, it's a cool concept. Um, keto friendly, low carb type wines that um, still give you the social aspects, still give you a little bit of what you call social lubricant, but don't kick you, um, right. kick you in the face from the insulin resistance side of things. Yeah, that's, that's a nice balance right there. I like the social lubricant. I'm going to use that. A um, couple other episodes. So we're going to go uh, introspective here for a second. Um, Tommy, episode 33 highlighted your seven-day fast and your journey with ketones and testing. Um, and then episode 17, which was how you guided me and how fasting guided me to 48 and a half pounds lost in 50 days. Um, yeah. And I'm happy to report that that was back in the um, summer and early fall of 2019. And since then I've mm-hmm. kept 40, any given day, 40 to 44 pounds of that off. Um, nice. so episode 33, how to do a seven day fast, your perspective on it, which I love that episode because the way you look at things, and I know we joke around if you guys have been listening for a while, you know, how you land the plane on stuff. Um, and then episode 17 was like, wait, you did what in what? And I'm like, yeah. And I did not eat for 50 <laughs> days. Like I, I ate pretty much other than the five day fast. I ate like every day or every other day. Right. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't really take too well to the, um, like the 72s or like uh-uh. a 96 nope. or something like that. that that's not your wheelhouse right exist. there. Nope. Uh-uh. Tell me 68 hours. Tell me 96 hours. You say 72. I'm walking away. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Or yeah. And, and you were definitely game for a, a seven day or even, even longer if, uh, if the time would work out for it. But yeah, that 72 hours, just um, not a lot of fun, especially if you're, if you're cycling in and out, um, if you did them back to back, it would be, it'd be a little easier, but um, you know, having to, to kind of go through, do the transition into ketosis, then come out of it, go back to normal, you know, everyday patterns and then get back into it. That's, that's pretty rough. That's, that's a little uh, water torturey for me too. Yeah. I remember one of the episodes we talked about the fasting cure written by Upton Sinclair in 1911. And it's mm-hmm. like no sane man or woman would, would, would fast, uh, you know, would, would not eat for three days at a time and do that over and over and over again. I don't remember how he articulated it, but he was like, yeah. nobody does that. Okay. Right. So yeah, nobody does that. And that, there's physiological reasons why. So I, I do not like that one. Um, it's gotten easier, I will say, but yeah. So episode 30, your seven day fast journey, episode 17, 48 and a half pounds, or we'll round up to 50 because it sounds cool. 50 pounds in 50 days. And then a more recent episode, episode 43, um, where we realize we're about, you know, 43 weeks into the year and we haven't really gone back to like how to start fasting. Like we get a lot of new listeners and we're like, oh, wait a minute. Um, uh, yeah, we should probably go over that again. Just like the most recent episodes of how to break a fast. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think going back to, to some of those, those things are, are important for, you know, for new listeners, but also for, uh, for longtime listeners too, because, um, just kind of going back to basics, it's, it's like anything else where you can get kind of so educated and so sophisticated in your methods that, that sometimes, uh, you kind of lose sight of, of some of the, the core foundational things that, that got you those results, you know, um, especially from the beginning, but, um, you know, refocusing on those things can be a powerful way to, to kind of get the ball rolling again, or to break a sticking point, um, you know, or just, just keep the momentum going. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I love it. Um, 
I think I want to, so those are the episodes, episode 39, 37, 25, 29, 43, 33, 17, and 30. Um, I, I think I want to go over kind of the new content before we go into some of the wins and, and deliver some value here. Um, when we look at the year, you know, the conversational nature of this has always been something that you and I have loved. And that's what started, you know, God bless you, man, for being able to do this on your own with just reading the books and researching, right? Your frustration point had gotten to the point where you're like, I don't care what this takes. I'm doing this. And then you talked right. me into doing it. God knows how. Um, and then I actually I looked at the research and I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, this makes sense. What are you going to say? I was going to say, it didn't, it wasn't much talking. You, you watched it happen over a matter of probably, I don't know, maybe like Maybe like a three month time. I was going to say about three months. Seems like right, and then and then at a certain point, it was like, okay, wait a minute, what what are you doing right now? Because uh, I I need that. What what are you doing? Tell me what. If you were my doctor, magic. What would you? I remember that that is what that is what you said. Stop eating. I'm like, what do you mean? I almost threw my white claw at you. I did not have a white claw in my hand. Maybe. So, new content, new value for this year is that it's January fourth and. Tommy, I will say this. Um, uh, Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Not sure we did a great job in the last couple of episodes of wishing everybody that um, in the haste to uh, just pr- just create and create and create. We're like, uh, do we actually right. wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, <clears throat> um, new Happy New Year's? So owning up to that, we just did it. Moving forward for 2021, um, you know, we started this last year with New Year's resolutions. And one of the things that's been just become abundantly clear for everyone um, that we've interacted with, the 130 or 140 people that we've taken through challenges and the private coaching clients and all the emails and Facebook messages and everything is um, New Year's resolutions and that mindset that you're just going to decide uh, to to do a resolution and that it's going to stick um, we know that that doesn't typically work. So it's January 4th and some of you don't even do it anymore. Like when you ask people like, Hey, do you do New Year's resolutions? They're like, no, I'm like why? Well, they don't work. Okay, good. At least you know that. Right. Right. So yeah, that's the first step. Yeah. First step. Yeah. But, it's first step of 12 steps. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to work. So we really, really, really honed in on the fact that habits um, are really what you need to start with. And that's why we still believe that doing one meal a day for 30 days is going to create so many wins and so much momentum that the habit will be there. And then it'll give you back control. It'll give you back simplicity. And you'll realize that you now have most of the tools you need to be successful. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's absolutely the case um, because those the, the, the simplicity in there and that the habits just start building from day one, but it just starts reforming, you know, what's possible and, you know, kind of what you've, you've grown up doing, which for most of us has been at least three meals a day, let alone four or five eating opportunities um, and, and a constant, you know, temptation and marketing for snacking and, and calorie dense foods. Um, but those, those habits are huge. And, you know, if, if I look back at last year or a couple of years ago, when I was more apt to do just new year's resolutions. If I go back to look at those versus the, the goals that I set uh, forth for myself um, at any other point during the year, and actually had an emotional tie to those um, something where I said, you know what, no, I'm, I'm frustrated or I, I want to see some sort of change, or I, I definitely want this in my life. Those are the ones that actually gained the traction, started forming new habits with, and then saw momentum and results later on in the year, not the ones that were arbitrarily assigned (laughs) arbitrarily. Yeah. Like like it's January. I need to write some things down, right? It's the new year. Um, but, but that, that, again, that's, that's just kind of arbitrary. So it's, it's looking for the why behind it and the emotional tie. Um, and that, that's where we saw, you know, so many of the wins in 2020. Yeah. The getting anchor into your why Simon Sinek, call it whatever you want. Um, <clears throat> I was listening to a colleague of mine the other day and, uh, actually earlier today. And he's like, yeah, I didn't post on January 1st cause nobody would have listened. And if you did, you've already forgotten. He's like, it's January 4th. The resolutions don't work. Um, you know, 
you need yeah. to, and for me, it's framing it in the habits that get you to the desired outcome, not focusing on the desired outcome because that wears off quick. If everybody wanted to lose weight and be healthy, we wouldn't have, you know, 72% of the population overweight and on track to be at 50% obese, you know, in the next handful of years. Like, right. it's not that it's, so I, I like the way that it was worded. <clears throat> it was like, um, for me, it's generational health. It's being healthy to show my kids that you have a choice, right? And it's mm -hmm. not, you're not going to follow the path that, you know, the rest of my dad's brothers and uncles and grandparents, the majority of them followed. It's you have a choice right. and um, it might take a little, you know, fail forward and tough love along the way, but I'm focusing on the habit and not the desired outcome. And like for him, it was, you know, I want to be healthier at 50 than I was at 40, than I was at 30, than I was at 20. Cause you keep refining, you get better, you, you learn as you go. And I just really like that perspective. So if you're sitting here listening, going, Oh, it's January 4th. I'm already three days behind. Just forget it. Drop that, drop that, drop right. it. Just leave it, leave it in 2020. Trust me. 2020 would love that negative thought. Just 2020 <laughs> can have it, right? Like go back to where you came from. Just leave right. me alone. Right. And just start looking at two or three different habits that you can put into your life um, and we believe that one of those should definitely be, uh, one meal a day. And then we can talk about sleep or stress and have an argument about which one's more important. All right. Yeah. Notice we didn't say exercise. We didn't say right. exercise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exercise is cool, but, um, it, it's not, it's not the, the big piece of the puzzle here. And it's, it's not the main part of, of the conversation that, that will actually get you, you know, the, those fat loss wins that you're looking for most of the time. Um, you know, um, speaking of the habits too, when, when I started doing uh, one meal a day and started focusing on time restricted eating, um, you know, what it kind of opened up for me was like, there, there, there had been a lot of learned helplessness for me because I, I, I started dieting back in my teens. Um, I remember picking up books on, they were both on, on muscle gain and fat loss and, um, you know, back then they were selling things like Xenadrin, which was like aspirin and caffeine and um, something else, Fedrin, right? Uh, right. Ephedrin was yeah, on the yeah. market at one point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that was in it. Um, you know, so, um, you know, so taking things like that and and just looking for something that was going to help me actually burn off that fat and going into the weight room and, and just, you know, crushing just lots and lots and lots of weight. Um, I was never a runner, but, but um, fasted cardio. Well, fasted cardio. Yeah, sure. Like get up early in the morning and just do a bunch of, you know, just endless time right on the, on the bike or the, the treadmill, the uh, whatever cardio machine of the day. But you know, what I, what I realized was that um, when I started actually seeing that I could get results um, without, without tracking every single calorie, um, which is what I had basically done for 20 years. Um, that's when the learned helplessness started just, vanishing, you know, from, from my own psychology, um, starting to see those results and start building on those. And then that allowed me to actually start making the smaller changes to change some of the other underlying habits, like the sugar addiction, like the just mindless snacking or that kind of emotional eating, which those things I had, I had been able to stave off those things in the past for a finite amount of time. But when the scale wasn't moving at a certain point, I just threw my hands up and I said, well, what's the point? Why am I, why am I putting forth all this effort without any yep. results? Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, you kind of have to put the the horse before the cart or however that um, that phrase goes to, to kind of get the ball rolling in the right order. Right. Don't worry about the horse. Just load the wagon. I don't know which one you're searching yeah. for, but I love right. that one. <clears throat> yeah. One of my favorites, but yeah, no, that's incredible perspective. And I will say this as a caveat, we're not saying that exercise isn't important. It's that you need sure. to separate your exercise goals and your fat loss goals, and you can use them concurrently, um, but you don't need to. If you've been on that treadmill and that and that 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 merry-go-round before, and you haven't been able to get off, and the results, like you said, Tommy, haven't been working. Why not try something mm -hmm. new? Do thirty days only. Yeah. Right. Exercise Simple. used to make me crazy hungry. And the research shows that exercise makes you really, really hungry. So, um, starting to separate those two out and, and understand Just what your actual days. goals are. Yeah. Right. If you're exercising, Try keep it. exercising, but like, <clears throat> if you're not just start with OMAD and then 30 days from now, then start doing some resistance training. And then, 
add in the walking and that, you know, you can add all that stuff in because there's benefit to it. But just like, if that resonates with you, then just, just cut the cord, leave it's January 4th, leave it behind 2020 can have it in the eternal flames of, you know what, just keep it right. Move forward, yeah. cut the cord. Let's start fresh. Sorry. I cut you off there, but I just got really excited about that point. No, I love it. Great point. Um, transition, uh, next challenge, <clears throat> January 28th through February 6th. Tommy, is that correct? Can you give me a thumbs up? That is, that is correct. Okay. So we're going to drop that in because we're, this is a long episode. We're going to, we're going to be doing a long one today, folks. So buckle up. Um, but I wanted to drop that in here before, before, before we got an hour and 20 minutes in or whatever. And it's like, uh, did we mention the challenge yet? So we did four last year. Um, we got asked the question dozens and dozens and dozens of times of when's the next challenge. So we're committed to doing them uh, more than we did last year. So we're starting, we're going to let the New Year's resolutions wear off by January 28th. You'll be lost, cold, frightened, not really know what to do next. Uh, maybe need a little guidance, but we're going to crush uh, January 28th um, through February 6th with our next 10-day uh, guided fasting uh, ramp up where we're going to take you through a guided fasting uh, live training, et cetera. So we'll do, we'll talk more about that at the end, but I want to drop that in here now. Yeah, super cool. I'm excited because, um, man, the the results that that some people saw um, through 2020 with with those challenges, especially with with this format um, that we were doing at the end of the year, was just incredible. So I'm looking forward to um, to doing that some more. <clears throat> Absolutely, and good time to transition to some of the best wins. So we like to kind of categorize. Um, you know, we use the hashtag wins in our Facebook groups and our coaching. Um, we use, um, we like to use non-scale victories, like things that just people have realized, the aha moments, label them, whatever you want. But we went back and we gathered the ones that we felt were the most impactful from the last year. Um, and we're just going to do a little shout out here and kind of roll through them, Tommy. So I know you've got some um, on your end from some of the reviews that you've saved. And I went through and just scrolled through some things. And I really want to start off with um, this one. And it's from October 7th. And it says, I've hit hashtag wins. I've hit the lowest number on the scale since prior to tracking in 2014. Total win. This keeps me fired up. And I could not agree more. Wow. I love that one. Yeah, right? Like, it's just so like, wait, I've hit the lowest number on the scale since 2014, since I tracked everything and uh, duh, total win. This keeps me fired up. And so I'm going to do two here <laughs> and now I'm going to pass, pass the, the, the baton back to you. And mm -hmm. the second one was from October 8th. So these are both from one of the challenges we ran early in the year. And it said, hashtag wins, losing more weight in one week at age 40 than I have lost in my entire life. Hashtag very thankful. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I, I, yeah, mic drop. I, <laughs> like, like we didn't do it. Like just here, just go do these 10 days. And this is what happens. So um, when you said to me, we're going to do two more challenges before the end of the year, or we're going to squeeze another one in before the end of the year. I was like, no, we're not. We, we've done more than we said we we're going to do. We're just going to, you know, we'll plan for the next year. We'll start the next year coming out hot. And it was like, no, nah, we're going to do one more. And I, damn, I'm glad we did. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It, it's still, it's still like surprising because it's so impactful, but I mean, that that's exactly what we were seeing and how we were feeling. And, and that's exactly why we wanted to, to kind of, you know, turn on the microphones was, was we had a feeling that more people could experience the same like revolutionary aha, like just these epiphanies that, that we were having. It's like, how do you have epiphanies like that, you know, in your thirties or forties? I mean, we've had, we've had some people in seventies. I don't, I, I can't remember um, if we've had anybody in their eighties yet, but we've gotten close if we haven't. And um, just, just some, these realizations, like one of the reviews was, was basically if, if I had known some of these things that I, that I, that I know now, you know, 50 years ago, I, you know, I would have been having just basically half a century worth of, you know, just an such a, such a better life and, you know, more longevity and, and just, just, it's extremely Im impactful and empowering. It's, it's the exact comment was on our most recent um, 
uh, episode, which was what breaks a fast opinion piece. I like that. We, it was, it was our opinion, right? Mm-hmm. And it said, had I known 50 years ago, what I am now learning about intermittent fasting and carb restriction, I would be living a more healthy, longer life. And it's like, uh, yeah. Whoa. Like I saved that one too. So it's cool that you were on the same page there. Like Holy impact. Right. Like, right. Um, cool. Like didn't know that was going to happen this year. Um, but same realization that you and I had. So, yeah. Um, I really like this one right here. here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I really like this one. Uh, this was from two challenges ago, and and he said, "Doing well, love the freedom." This is day twenty-seven, which was seventeen days after the challenge had ended, and he said, "I'm down twenty-four pounds." And and we we kept in touch, and he kept commenting back, and he's still on the way down. But I mean, this was this was life changing for him. Twenty-four pounds in twenty-seven days. <clears throat> and I mean, way to I 50 and 50 right there. Yeah. He's, I was just going to say, right. So, um, it can be you. Um, another one here, uh, pretty happy with my fasting success this past week. This is from our group coaching that's been spawned out of the last, uh, 30 days where we found out that there was a huge need in between these challenges for support. You guys were asking for it. So we created it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's our group coaching where we get on a call every uh, 10 days and, you know, we walk people through uh, challenges and wins and there's weekly check-ins and there's a group, uh, not a Facebook group, but a, a private community uh, in, the, in, uh, in our website um, where you can actually log in and, you know, check in and com- conversate with everyone. And this one came from, this was yesterday. Um, and we do have some older ones that we will go through too. And I, I know Tommy, you have some reviews as well. Um this one said, pretty happy with my fasting success this week. I stuck to my plan. So from December 8th to January 1st, this person lost 12 pounds and 44 pounds in total. And uh, pair size 12 jeans, which is the first major checkpoint, um, fit. And uh, she wore them out <laughs> the entire day. So Super it's cool. crazy that most people from December 8th to January 1st put on uh, you know, maybe not 12, maybe, maybe 12, but, um, yeah, it could be, it could be 12. I it could be yeah. around 12. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, and then it takes them the whole year to get rid of it where, uh, you know, and this person I know wasn't, um, a hundred percent compliant, like gave herself freedom to enjoy the holiday. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, was compliant to the plan and sticking to her plan that fit her life, but wasn't like crazy strict dieter during the holiday and gave herself right. the ability to actually enjoy it without the negative stress that comes with it and the guilty feelings. And she actually absolutely crushed it. Yeah. It's not like she was trying to do a 72 hour fast over Christmas or, yeah. or New Year's yeah, or Christmas like Eve. No. Yeah. Christmas Eve through the day after <laughs> Christmas. Uh, no, thank you. No, no, that'd be horrible. Um, you know, I, I like some of these, these reviews too, from, from newer listeners or, or people who are kind of just getting started or, just got the fast start guide and, and are starting to see the wins. Like um, this one, I'm day three, OMAD, day three of no pop. So no soda um, for, for those of us in the South. Sleeping better, fog is lifting. Can't wait to watch the physical changes too. Um, and, you know, so this is somebody struggling with, with other things like hypothyroidism, gestational diabetes, and, and things like that too. Um, and, you know, just to start seeing those those wins and start see that that fog lifting and the the, the paradigm shifting is, is amazing. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. A couple more here from Facebook messenger. Um, new to the podcast. I was 333 pounds. Um, started fasting, did a 46 hour, uh, down 16 pounds in just about a week when this message was sent, blood Mm -hmm. sugar is down in half. Um, Wow. And just feels wonderful and hasn't seen that 16 pound weight change in over 15 years and just asked us that wow. we uh, wish them luck. Um, and we followed up along the year and just, just killing it, just doing, doing incredible. And then this one last one from Facebook is game changing info, jump right on in. Um, <laughs> and this is, I call one of our uh, transparent enough. This is one of our raving fans, right? Like she's mm-hmm. been with us since the beginning, but just, just really, 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 really stinking cool, um, you know, to have to have all that feedback. I, I like this one too. This one recently came in, 
and um, it's at 208 pounds to 165 over the last 11 months here. So that's almost wow. 45 pounds. I over haven't the 11 seen months. that one. Wow. Yeah. Off my cholesterol medication too. No prescription meds at all at age 57. So um, that's awesome way to crush it. Thanks for sharing with, uh, with us. Cause that that's amazing, man. If that doesn't embody, man, if that doesn't embody, how do I say this? I'm just going to say it. It may not, I may not land the plane right, right away. So Tommy, help me out here if, if I don't, mm -hmm. but if that doesn't embody the fact that you have a choice when it comes to your healthcare and that you don't have to follow the status quo and you don't have to fall into the category of being on medication at the age of 57, which people think is normal. Um, mm -hmm. In my opinion, medication is not a normal thing. It's a common thing. Like we should be trying to look at these things and prevent these things and um, allow the body to do what it's designed to do in a natural healthcare form before we start adding in, you know, pharmacological agents and treating symptoms and all that kind of thing. And, you know, I took pharmacology back in the day. That course was incredibly hard because everybody's stinking different. So never mind you have right. the risk reward with the medication, but once you get on it, the problem is, is that, okay, well, Hey doc, when do I get off it? Well, uh, when your numbers are normal, well, no, Well, when you actually make a change and mm -hmm. that, what you just read is the epitome of making a change, you know, in, in, in the fact that you have a choice, you don't have to be in that group that is on the medication. And that is the normal air quotes. We're in an audio medium, the normal, right. Statistic. Like you don't want to be the statistic. You want to be the outlier in this case. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I could, I could end it right here. Like, I know we have a couple more things to go over, but like that, that's it. I'm done. White flag. I'm out. Happy. Yeah. Happy new year. Let's rock and roll. We got some stuff to do. Right. 2021 is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. You, all right. Peace out. No, I'm just you, kidding. All right. You nailed it. <laughs> Dismount. All right. Back on it. A <laughs> couple more here. Um, I just, I, these are all the ones that we highlighted. So I didn't want to, I don't want to miss them, but I just love this today. I'm feeling like a million bucks knowing I kicked, I kicked ass yesterday. Uh, and today yeah. I'm going to go even farther, like just really cool and apologize if your kids are listening. Um, we don't typically, uh, you know, we don't typically <laughs> do that, but I felt like that was a warranted one. Um, best win this far. You already read that one. Um, and then the support of the group and the fact that this woman posted that, I've been consistently losing a pound a day since I started. Like just my attitude's better. She feels great. She's less bloated. She's happier and she's getting better sleep. This might be a he, I don't know. And I can't see, I can't tell it's blacked mm -hmm. out. Right. But again, just speaks to the, 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 the power and the fact that you guys have a choice and it goes back for me personally, that when we turned the mics on last year, I never had any idea. Um, that you and I talking about fasting would ever have the effect um, with with these kinds of, you know, feedback and, and encouragement. And, you know, I, I didn't know if we were going to do it for a whole year, but I can tell you this, as we transition into what's coming in to 2021, and we're going to go over kind of what you and I have planned and what we want to do. Um, challenge on January uh, 28th, if I haven't mentioned that already. Um kidding. Um, we want to, uh, transition. I'm like, Oh, dead room. All right. Um, we want to transition to kind of what we're going to do in, in the fact that, yeah, we're not stopping. Um, we're going to double down, right? Like I've got, I don't know. I don't know the blackjack terms. Tommy, you play blackjack. What's it when you like split and you double down, what's that called? Um, double down. Double I down. You, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Man. So I totally stole your thunder there. So I'm sitting on like, I don't know, pair of tens and I split them. Is that good? Or I oh, got double no, jacks? You don't do that. Or, no, you no, don't you do don't that. do that. Okay. Well, what would I do? Tell, tell me aces and eights. Okay. Split the aces and eights. Okay. So if you're sitting on two aces, then you're going to split them. And then if you, um, yeah. And then, yeah, you would definitely want to split those. Okay. And then double down, right? So you double your bet. That would be a different situation, most likely. Oh, come on. All right, fine. I'm going to use an analogy that I know. So I'm <laughs> <sighs> I'm playing Hold'em, and I'm going all in, okay? Okay. It's coming right, to me. I'm in. going all in. Uh -huh. All the chips on the table. I'm at the final table. There's three people left. I'm going mm -hmm. all in. So for 2021, what does that look like? Man, I butchered the hell out of that. So <laughs> we talked about the challenge date. 
Um, but things that are coming are going to be more podcasts, more challenges, more digital resources, like white papers and recipe guides and just, I, my God, the list never ends. And I just want to, that's all I want to do is create, um, refining of our courses. So our 10 day, 10 day DIY, our 28 day transformation. We're working on mm-hmm. some done for you. We've got group coaching. I'm just going to list them all off and then you can fill in here. Um, our group coaching matrix now that we have, which is a recurring uh, kind of group coaching where you get a customized plan. Customized plans are being refined and just taken to another level with the algorithm and how we're calculating, like what you can expect to lose and different touch points and metrics and yeah, um, and how to pivot start- with you whenever, whenever you, you know, something changes with your schedule or you go off track or all those kind of things. And then as far as the customized plans, like just developing more, more advanced tools to, to kind of like follow along with you and to keep growing with you. Um, because, you know, when you, when you get a plan and 30 days from then you're at a different point, right? You have, you're at a different weight. You have a different number of, of total calorie surplus. Mindset. Your schedule. <laughs> yeah. Your mindset's different, right? Your, your scheduling is different, all that stuff. So just working on tools that kind of grow with you to help keep you, um, you know, reaching and maintaining, um, you know, the, the goals and the momentum that you've been getting, keep you fired up and, and, you know, get all the way to where you want to go. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Um, man, I think that's it. I mean, what else could we talk about on, this is one of the longest episodes we've done in a long time. Um, so with that, all of that being said, a couple of things for you guys, uh, we're going to ask you, uh, for in the next year is to continue on this journey with us. Um, if you have fallen off track and you want to get back on track, earmark the date January 28th for the next challenge. Um, it's the last two times. It's just been incredible. We've refined the process, refined the experience, um, and the, the results have been incredible. The results in the beginning of the year with our challenges were good, but it's just getting better as the year goes on. So earmark that date. Mm-hmm. Um, re-engage with the fast start guide, re-engage with us, send us a message, ask us a question. Tommy, correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's two different ways, new ways that they can, um, you know, we, we, uh, the, the podcast numbers are cool. Like 200,000 downloads. Like that's really freaking cool. Right. But like, I I don't know, like, okay, what, (laughs) what, what can we do next? Right. So, um, you know, in our goal of trying to spread the word and impact, you can either reach out to us. There's a voicemail snippet, right. Where you can actually like send us a message, um, and there's also a, uh, a share opportunity for the podcast, correct? Uh, yeah, you can, you can definitely do both of those things. And, uh, for the voicemail, all you have to do is, is go to the fastingforlife.com, go to the contact page, and then you'll see a link, uh, to leave us a voicemail. Um, and we don't have to, uh, air it, but if you, if you would like us to, and, uh, it's clear and concise, then we can definitely do that too. Um, but we love, you know, answering questions like that. Um, we get plenty of emails too, uh, for things like that and, and definitely share because, you know, what, one cool thing that I heard recently, um, was that a few people who I had introduced, um, I, I had given them a plan. They were asking how to lose, um, you know, somewhere in the 15 to 25 pound range. And it turns out what they ended up doing was kind of starting like a little bit of a book club almost where they were actually waiting for the next episode. And then they were discussing it like amongst themselves. And so they were like, yeah, they were, they were kind of building on the conversation. And, you know, there's a reason why, you know, your results started with our conversation and why we wanted to expand the conversation. So, so just keeping it going and, and, you know, referring it, sharing it and finding ways to build out on the, on those conversations. Like a lot of people who go through the challenges with us end up being, you know, kind of a local authority point in their own social circles and, and getting their own family and friends and coworkers on board where, um, you know, a, a few people we've, we've introduced have kind of been the trailblazers for their offices. Um, and some of the other ones had actually been the, the laggards where there wasn't a lot of open conversation, but you know, then they, they saw what we were talking about and, and got on board and, and they were kind of like the, the late, late to the party ones. So keep the conversation going and, and share it. And, um, you know, um, just continue to see the the wins for yourself and, and for those you care about too. Man, that is so cool. I didn't even know that was happening. Like keep it, like, yeah. keeping these cards close to your chest there, Tommy. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what a cool idea. Right. Um, yeah. 
I absolutely love that. So one last statement here is from one of our, our challengers back in the day, and I didn't read, I read part of her testimony earlier, but it says anything worth doing is doing well. Um, and the fasting for life community, this conversation that we're talking about is really what we started out to create. So um, <clears throat> go back, earmark the challenge date, uh, listen to the episodes. If you want to get a, a restart for the year, start a, a, a podcast club. Didn't know that was a thing. Uh, download the fast start guide, uh, reach out to us, um, share it with someone, um, really just do something in terms of what we were talking about earlier in the middle of the podcast, when it comes to creating a new habit and not focusing on the desired outcome, but focusing on those day-to-day habits that can consistently move the needle. And I know if you do that, uh, you know, 1% better every day, you're 37 times better by the end of the year. So encouragement to each and every one of you. Uh, if you feel inclined, please drop us a review. We prefer the five-star kind. Leave us a message um, and let us know if there's anything we can do to help. Tommy, uh, to you, sir, it's been an absolute pleasure um, on this roller coaster of a ride of 2020. Excited to be sitting here uh, on January 4th, 2021 and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, likewise, sir. Couldn't have said it better myself and, um, you know, appreciate the conversation and, um, and everything that we're doing. So looking forward to a great year. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, I forgot to share a cool thing. I'm not going to share it now. I'm going to dangle the carrot. You're going to have to listen to the next episode. There's a cool little research study I'm doing with some technology. We're going to leverage technology in 2021. So with that being said, commercial break coming up. This episode is over. Tommy, have a great day and we'll see you on the other side. Thanks. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.